You're about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 3, Episode 25. The Season 3 finale with my son, Connor McPhail, a recent college graduate who is figuring out next steps post-college. Ready to hear more? Let's get started. Hello, hello. This is your host, Mediocre Mitch, and welcome to the season three finale of the Meet Mediocrity podcast. Season three, episode 25, which is the 75th episode of the Meet Mediocrity podcast. I want to take this opportunity as the last podcast to thank all my listeners. It's a growing fanhood. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, those of you who are also uh, fans of the vlog on YouTube, Meet Mediocrity Vlog, I appreciate the feedback you've been giving me. Um, here's the deal. So we are approaching, this This episode is coming out right before the July 4th weekend here in the United States. And there will be a slight summer break as the Meet Mediocrity podcast plans for season four takes a little uh, summer holiday, um, but we're going to be doing some Meet Mediocrity Rewinds featuring on Instagram some of our prior episodes that we know you're going to um, either enjoy if you haven't heard them or re-enjoy uh, if you've listened to them before. So we will feature those on Instagram, on Facebook, and on the Meet Mediocrity website at www.meetmediocrity.com. Okay, so today I welcome, very simply, my son, Connor McPhail, which I say simply because I didn't have to coordinate a big old interview. I just dragged him into my office here at home and said, come on, son, it's time to do a podcast. Um, the other thing that's nice about Connor is he has hosted his own podcast. We'll get to that in a minute. And uh, so he knows the whole podcast gig. Um, the reason I asked Connor to join me today is a few things. A, he's a recent college graduate. B, he doesn't have it all completely figured out, but he's figuring it out. And he's being he's, he's a model of, of someone who has managed to keep productive and to uh, gain skills during COVID and, and now um, post-college. So if you're ready to hear more, without further delay... Here is my son, Connor McPhail. So, Connor, thanks for being with me today. Happy to be here. How do you like that intro, Con? That was a good one. It was very good. It made me sound cool. <laughs> so, you, usually I record the podcast after the episode, but since we're sitting here together, I figured I'd do it all at once. And the interesting thing, Connor, is since COVID started, I think I've only had one other podcast with your cousin, Alex. Um, here in person. Everything else has been on Zoom. Well, now I feel special. You're super special. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's let's take a look back at the past year and a half. So you recently graduated college, but you kind of got a little bit, I'm going to say screwed, 
Um, because, you know, the pandemic hit you kind of halfway through your senior year in college. So Junior year. Sorry, halfway through your junior year in college. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what, what transpired at college, because you stayed up there. Um, tell me a little bit about what had transpired at college when COVID hit and what you did to keep it kind of fun and productive. So halfway through, like, or like towards the end of the first semester, COVID kind of hit. And then like the school was kind of figuring out what to do with everybody. And me being, me living with five of my uh, teammates on the volleyball team, we had a house off campus. So we paid rent and didn't really affiliate with the school so we can do what we want. And everyone, while everyone was leaving on campus, we decided to stay up there and just, you know, live out the rent while I go home. Like, this is our college experience. So everything kind of moved online, and we stayed up there, and New Paltz kind of died down. But we found a bunch of ways to have fun. I mean, we, like, we built, like, a bar in our basement to have some, like, enjoy ourselves in our company with, like, staying COVID-free. And then the big thing is my buddy, Mac Grace, got me into golf, and that was, like, the the biggest thing that probably came out of quarantine for me being how much I love it. So we would play golf like almost every week, like maybe twice a week or more and just kind of enjoy each other's company and stuff. So it was really, so you were like living and I, I mean, I know of course being who I am, I know where your house is. Um, really it's off campus, but literally on like a block off campus. Right. Correct. So, you were and SUNY New Paltz, um, and I, I like to call it upstate New York, but it's really not upstate. It's uh, about upstate for us, upstate for, for us downstaters, but downstate for people who live upstate. Right. <laughs> so if you live in Rochester, you would call oh, it downstate, yeah. but if you live on Long Island, you would call it upstate. upstate. Yeah, so. The, the town of New Paltz is a really cool town. During COVID, I assume it, for the most part, shut down? Yeah. Like the beginning of COVID, a lot of restaurants shut down, or it was just delivery. Um, you know, like a lot, a lot of the places we go to for late night and get drinks and stuff closed down. So, I mean, we, it was a lot of improvising, a lot of going outside, like going on hikes, going on bike rides, going to play golf, because that was like the one like socially distanced thing you can do. Uh, hanging within ourselves, watching movies. I mean, like I said, we built a bar, so. So you couldn't, the bars weren't open, so you so, built your own bar. Correct. Smooth move. Yeah. That's something that a typical, that's a typical college move. Yes. So you made the most out of, out of, out of COVID. Now, that was the middle of your junior year. You came home for the summer. You went back for your senior year. Still closed, right? College was still closed, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, but things were opening up. It was becoming a little bit more lenient. I mean, talk about the vaccine came out. But we oh. were able to play volleyball, which is big and why a lot of people came back. And like they were allowed, people were allowed back in the dorms. But things were heading back to normal, but there were still a lot of restrictions within the New Paltz community. Mm-hmm. So it was still was kind of, I mean, it was still the same. Like, everyone was there. It was just kind of the same. They just were really strict with it, wearing a mask everywhere. Right. Like, wearing a, practice, wearing a mask during practice and stuff, which is... So you played volleyball or you practiced volleyball with masks. Yeah. Of course, of course no good for you. You ended up getting COVID. I, yeah. <laughs> but um, be that as it may, you were fortunate. You had a... Uh, t- you, were in, you were in quarantine for two weeks and you came out feeling better. Yeah. Um. So you did have a volleyball season that we know. You went into the season as the defending Division Three men's champions. Now, 
Was the season skipped? Oh, no. In, no, no. In 2019, was... our, my junior year, we played, and then the middle of the season, it got cut short. So right. So there was count. no NCAA champion that year. No. So you were still the defending NCAA champions going into your senior year. You were that's right. Your team won your junior your your sophomore year. Correct. No champion crowned junior year. You're going into your senior year as a, as the defending champions. And um how is that I know you didn't win the championship this year. How did it go though? Um, I thought it was a pretty successful season. I mean, there are a lot of obstacles with COVID. I mean, New Paltz took it very, very strictly. So like I mean, I kinda Got, I got COVID right as our like preseason was starting, so I only missed like a week of practice. But you know, everyone was being safe, and we we're kind of hanging out outside of practice within our teams. But there was one stretch where like one person got it, but they lived with five other teammates to like do like contact tracing. Like we lost half of our team, and that was really frustrating dealing with all that stuff because like there was just like inconsistencies all around within like the programs. So like going into like some of our biggest matches of the years. And games that if we won with all our players, we probably would be in the NCAA tournament, which kind of was frustrating. But, you know, we made the most of what we had. And it was still a fun season, and we were still a very competitive team. It was just, you know, we had to abide by the guidelines and stuff. And you're, and you're a tight-knit group. You guys, you guys are, I think, I look at all the, the Newport Volleyball alum, and now I look at you and your friends, and, and you've got like a group of friends for life. Yeah, 100%. So... Let's talk a little bit about, we're going to come back to the, the whole networking thing in a second, but let's talk about um, some of the things you got to do, even though you, you had a kind of a, an abridged or a different sort of senior year. So we already talked about becoming a golfer and like, that's no small task. You played your first round of golf, what, about 15 months ago, right at the start of COVID, about, right? About, yeah. And so 15, uh, 15 months ago, that's about... 60 say 70 weeks ago connor i would not be surprised if you've played at least 100 rounds of golf yeah since you started golfing probably around that so that's an average of at least a round or two per week yeah and you went from uh, someone who didn't really know the game Who's someone's like who's legitimately like around a sixteen seventeen handicap, hitting in the nineties? I think you broke ninety once. Once I shot an eighty nine. So you know you're a legit golfer now. Yeah. So well, let's skill skill number one outside of school. You learned how to play golf. Yeah. And we're going to talk about how you're capitalizing on that. But you learned a couple of other things. You 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 hosted a podcast. Tell me about that. So, well, I kind of. I was involved with one at school. I kind of did an internship with like the athletics communications department at New Paltz, being that I'm a digital media management major and being that I kind of joined during a time of COVID. So like there wasn't a lot of content to be produced strictly off sports. So we wanted to think of different ways to produce con- uh, content. So we wanted to make a podcast. We called it Hawk Talk and we kind of had a New Paltz Hawks, New Paltz Hawks, Hawks Talk. That's, that's where the name came from. And uh, we just kind of had different athletes and coaches on it. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, I, I did that for a while during my internship, but then like it kind of fizzled out because like volleyball season came on and it was hard to pick, choose like guests and stuff and like who to get in contact with. And then I'm also involved with one now. It's an outside volleyball source who covers deep free volleyball. It's called Frog Jump Volleyball. Wait, so it's called Frog Jump Volleyball? Yeah, it's, it stems from the guy who runs it. His name is Ramius. 
and he was a he played for New Paltz. And for anyone that knows New Paltz, uh, our head coach Radu loves uh, frog jumps as a workout, so it comes from that. So you still, so you still do that podcast now? You're doing, yeah, that. I'm involved with the frog jump one now, but I stopped the Hawk Talk one after my inter- internship. So I did a you, couple episodes. So after, you learned how to podcast. Correct. You learned how you learned how to interview people. Yeah. Um, you learned how the production process goes. Um, you learned golf. Um, you learned how to build a bar. <laughs> um, but here you are. You've graduated from school, and like you know, COVID or not, there are people who graduate college and they're on a mission. They know exactly what they want to do. I, who, you know, 30-something years after I graduated college, have a very successful career. But when I graduated college, I didn't have a clue. So you have a little bit of a clue, but not, not a precise clue. But um, that's okay. So let's start by, by, before we get into what you're doing now, tell, us, tell me a little bit about kind of what you're thinking. Like, what are, you, what are your plans? We're in the middle of the summer now. You just graduated like six weeks ago, but you know, as the summer get, starts rolling down and you start getting into the fall, what are your plans? Um, like what I'm doing currently and what I plan on doing. Or? I'm going to get into what you're doing currently in a okay, minute. Okay, so Tell my plan is kind of is. to keep doing what I'm doing currently. And my major was digital media and management, and that kind of is a broad spectrum of different things in the digital world. And I'd kind of like to explore that i don't know exactly where it can lead me but i know it can lead me into like the marketing advertising department and i know there's a field for me but i'm not currently sure but i am i am job searching currently and hopefully being that a volleyball player i am i've reached out to for a couple of coaching opportunities and stuff so trying to get my feet in different things and and, I, and, I, and i'm honestly like mitchell like you said um you had i don't really know exactly what i want to do and I'm not in a super big rush to figure it out because I, I mean, I know it's going to happen. I just graduated like, what, like two months ago. I have, I feel like I have time to figure that out. And you're not sitting around doing nothing. You know, it's, it's interesting. So I just did a uh, vlog post about parenting. There's no right and wrong way to parent. Well, I guess there are some wrong ways to parent, um, but there certainly are no perfect ways to parent. But one of the th- one of the philosophies that I've um, and you're the youngest of four boys, but one of the philosophies that I learned is kind of like let your kids figure it out. As long as long as they're being productive. As long as they're not just sitting around and like drinking beer and watching you know YouTube videos, um, it's all good. You know, it's life is a journey. Even if you think you know what you're doing right when you graduate college, there's no guarantee you're doing that your whole life either. So, Connor, it sounds to me like you're you're exploring some digital. I'm going to say it wrong. Digital media management. Um, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're exploring the field. You have some friends who are in the field. You, you know, you, some of your volleyball friends who um, are in the advertising side of it, right? Yeah. So you, you, you're doing some research, but you're not like, like rushing to like land a job in your chosen field on day one. Correct. I don't really want to start like a, I mean, I don't, I don't see myself working at nine to five, but I don't really want to jump into an office setting right quite yet. I kind of, want to enjoy my time after college and you know i i know the time will come where i'm gonna to have to start working 
and I and I'm not mad about it. I'm just I kind of just enjoy going with the flow and things, and things will fall into place when they fall into place. Well, you are a go with the flow person, and that's one of the things I love about you. But the interesting thing is what you're doing a really good job of is 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 becoming well established in some side hustles. And these are side hustles that I don't really consider summer jobs after your senior year. These are things that you can actually do for many years, right? Yeah. So let's talk first about the golf thing. So you're not just playing golf, you're doing more than that. So tell me a little bit about side hustle number one as it relates to golf. Side hustle number one being that I got into golf, as we said, like 15 months ago or something. It's like been my number one kind of passion right now, and I kind of want to explore different fields with that so right now i'm paddying at a local country club and i've enjoyed it really uh, i've enjoyed it extreme amounts it's very good money and it's just nice to walk around a golf course it's good exercise and i'm doing a couple other different things there but you're you're, well you're 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 caddying and you're working in the shop and you're working on the driving range correct and you know the nice part about caddying is a you work hard B, you make a lot of money, but B, you meet, you meet some interesting people. Yeah. So I don't want you to name any names, but I want you to think about like an interesting person or an interesting round of golf you caddied. And I want, why don't you tell me about it to give us an example of like interesting people you meet when you're caddying. Okay. Well, I mean, the Sands, I work at the Sands Point Golf Club. I'm sure that's not like a surprise or anything. And it's a pretty, you know, high end, wealthy country, country club or whatever. But, one round, I was going out. I, was, I had four putters, which is four caddying. And it was for four guests, which is a bit out of the normal four cents point. Being a, so there was no member there. It was there like was no a member friend there. of a member. It was a friend there. of a member that they had on. And you have to pay a decent amount to have four members on that on. So, But going into it, I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just carry their putters. You know, They're all decent golfers, except this one gentleman who I found out later in the round. It was like his first official round of golf, like 50 years into life. And I... I mean, he wasn't very good at all, but, you know, kind of have to, you can't choose who you get. You just kind of help them out and lead them through the golf course and stuff. But, you know, he, I look at him and, like, you know, he didn't really have a typical golf get up. He was kind of wearing, like, these jeans and, like, Asics shoes. And he had a, a New York Yankees hat on and an Atlanta Falcons polo. And I was like, what an interesting combination. And we are, so after that or whatever, on hole seven, which is a par three, and the guy riding with him comes up to me as the guy is getting the clubs after I tell them the numbers, and he kind of whispers into my ear, and he goes, that guy right there, he's part owner in the Atlanta Falcons, and he's a multi-billionaire, and he's like, that guy, he put in a $2.7 billion bid for the Jaguars and lost it. I was like, that guy right there, this guy who's shanking everything off the tee, and looks like a, like, it was just like, you honestly... It's a it's a pretty tight knit community within the sense point. You see a lot of the same people, but then you get a bunch of miscellaneous guys who were there. I mean, like the other day when the course was closed, like all the Islanders were on the course. Like they were they were they were invited in on an off day to play. They were invited in on an off day, unfortunately. After to they play. got eliminated from the playoffs, correct? Unfortunately, with that, yeah. But the, but I think the, the the interesting lesson when you said you met this. Um, kind of wealthy wealthy businessman is on the golf course like you can't they, they everyone's just like a regular guy yeah and or or woman like it's not just guys and and you know 
it, it kind of gives you the old don't judge a book by its cover lesson, right? Right. You know, you, th- this guy like stunk in golf, was kind of like wearing like jeans and not real golf clothes. And sure enough, he may not be good in golf, but he's really good in business. Yeah. So um, well, there's just so many different things that like, there's golf is just great for everything. I mean, I'm sure you know, like you, like it's good for like business, like you know, good for just hanging out. It's just like a, I find golf to just be like an amazing escape from everything. It is, and and this, the sad part is people are intimidated by it. I'm sure yeah. you were intimidated the first time you played. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's just like you don't want to go out there and make a fool of yourself and like hurt somebody and make a shank off the first tee. But you know, those are steps you have to make out being like a first time golfer and it looked bum as you go. And you know, one of the things I've always taught you and, and your brothers about golf is it's really not a matter of how good you are. It's a matter of like, just keep moving and, and, and just keep smiling. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, no one wants to play with someone who's completely holding them up and no one wants to play with someone who's in a grouchy mood. Yeah. But like, if you're having a bad hole and you pick up your ball, you're like, I'm going to sit this one out or I'm going to, you know, just, just, play the next hole it's yeah. it's fine yeah and as long as you as long as you don't let your bad round ruin other people's rounds no one cares if you're really that bad correct i think i think me and one other my brothers have a tough time with that being our competitive nature but you know we i think we've both gotten better at it but well i'm lucky i'm i'm, I'm lucky to have four sons i'm also lucky that three of them are are, are Pretty good golfers. In fact, now with Connor, they're all better than I am. So I have a built-in foursome, which is really nice as a father. Um, so caddying, Connor, is um, a potential side hustle you can do for as long as you're willing yeah. to work. I mean, you could do it on weekends. You could do it with a, with a full-time job. Yeah. You can make extra money. And you can make a living out of it, or you yeah. can make a side hustle out yeah. of it. So the other side hustle you're pursuing is coaching. Correct. So tell me a little bit, you know, you, you, you've always been a really good volleyball player, but you've also always been a student of the game. So tell me a little bit so about So volleyball, that. as much as I've always loved playing it, I've always really enjoyed learning about it. I mean, I'm sure Mitchell's seen me laying on the couch watching countless volleyball videos and like learning about it. Whether it, I just like watching volleyball and I've always enjoyed the game. And, you know, as I slowly saw my college career uh, dwindle away, and my back and shoulders start to hurt. I was like, okay, like now my uh, mindset has to turn into a coaching mentality. And this summer, I've gotten an opportunity to interview for some coaching op- coaching positions. But I'm going to be working at Sport Time Beth Page, which is a local club team, which will travel and stuff. So I'll be doing that, and I'm honestly really excited to about it. I mean, I've been thinking a lot of like how I would like like to coach a team and all the different coaches I've had in my life who I would like. Uh, take different mentalities from them and stuff. So I'm really excited for that. You know, Connor, I could see, and, and coaching is a thing that you could be, again, like, like caddying, it could become a full-time job or it could be a side hustle. Like there are a lot of coaches who run and coach their club teams or what have you after their full-time job. There, there's also like your, your, your college coach is a full-time volleyball coach. Yeah. So a, another thing you could take in any direction. So you're kind of building a resume and you're building a set of um, potential ways to kind of either make a living or do a side hustle while you figure out your main job. All right. So Connor, this is, this is great. So as, as we kind of wrap this episode up, I want you to think about, you know, there are plenty, look, not that you have this all figured out, right? You don't, but 
Um, I want you to think about what you would, what your kind of words of advice would be to people who have either recently graduated college or are about to enter their senior year of college, and they're probably thrilled because COVID restrictions are starting to um, ease up, and they're really going to enjoy their senior year, and they don't have it all figured out. Like, what would your advice to them be? Uh, I, I feel like I've seen a lot of different scenarios. You know, I mean, who have it all figured out right now and know what they're doing. Like, I mean, my cousin Lauren. I mean, she's got it all figured out. She graduated a year ago, but she passed all her CPAs and stuff. But I feel like not having figured it out is almost better because it gives you opportunities to do things you want. I mean, I know there's plenty of people who take like a year off and travel and get to see the things they do. And, or there's someone like me who doesn't know what they're doing, but are passionate about volleyball and golf and they can earn some money on the side while that, with that while they figure it out. I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I, not having it all figured out is not the end of the world because I feel like a lot of people get so stressed. Like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to know. You're 22, 23 years old. You'll figure it out. You know, the funny part, and Connor, that's great advice. Here's the funny thing. So I'm 56 years old, and I'm looking, I have a lot of friends, right? I've been around a long time, people who um, I went to college with, I went to high school with, and you know what? Even a lot of them who had it completely figured out, here they are 30 years later, 30-something years later, they're not doing what they, they, they had figured out. Yeah. Some are. I mean, I, I didn't have it figured out when I graduated, but I followed a I mean, pretty straight path an, once I started. You were an English major, and look, you're the head of global tax at PwC. I mean, what a turn <laughs> that took. I mean, yeah, well, listen, I, I, I mean, but I've, and I've been in the accounting field for, yes. for 30 something years, but I didn't know that when I, when I got out of exactly. school. And I also know a lot of people who started in accounting and have like bailed, bailed and went into other careers. So Connor, look, first of all, you're my son, so of course I'm proud of you. But I like the fact that you, even if you don't have a specific full-time you know, career path in mind, you're exploring different things, you're doing your research, and you're not sitting around doing nothing in the meantime. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, Connor, A, best of luck to you. Thank you. Of course, as a father, I wish you more than luck because I, I you know, have a vested interest in that. But um, in the meantime, like, enjoy the rest of the summer, make some extra money, but also play plenty of golf and volleyball. Sounds like a plan. I'm sure I'll be playing golf with you. All right. Well, thanks for being with me, Connor. Of course. All right. Take care. So there you have it. The Meet Mediocrity Podcast Season 3, Episode 25 is a wrap. And I really appreciated having my son Connor with me because, you know, we're in the middle of the summer. A A lot of recent college grads are either starting their new jobs or getting ready to start their new jobs or are freaking out because they don't know exactly what their full-time job will be. And then you look at someone like my son, Connor, who is not starting his full-time job, is not waiting to start his full-time job. He's not freaking out, but he's not doing nothing. He's doing some useful things, building on some skills that he's had, exploring what the future will bring and doing it all with a positive mindset. And I think that's what I want to leave us with. As we, as we approach the summer, as we approach the year ahead, as we approach a world with hopefully less COVID in our lives, you know, just don't freak out. <laughs>
everything will work out. Put one foot in front of the other. Do it with a positive attitude. And that's probably the best way to approach things. So again, that's the wrap on season three of Meet Mediocrity. Thank you for listening. Please, if you, if you have friends um, who haven't listened to Meet Mediocrity, please refer them to the podcast. If you've enjoyed the past few episodes, go back and listen to some old ones. There's 75 episodes to listen to and more to come in the future. So with that, this is Mediocre Mitch telling you to keep smiling, stay healthy, enjoy the summer, and be well. Take care, everyone. <laughs>